0: What's up? Are you guys ready for season three? I am. Woohoo! Okay, welcome to Untold the Podcast. If this is your first time, thanks for listening. If this is your fifth, hundredth time, thanks, thanks for living listening thanks for re-listening to all those episodes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes well maybe someone left their phone on and it's just (laughs) repeating through (laughs) as they're sleeping in the bathtub
1: that's a good idea
0: it is and we appreciate all those (laughs) listens actually um if this is your first time or whatever time it is we appreciate again thank you for listening and go ahead and leave us a review on apple podcast like us on all the social medias at untold the podcast okay hope you enjoy the episode Cool. all
1: right yeah yeah how's it going guys
2: good how you doing
1: great you guys ready for thanksgiving
2: yep almost awesome.
0: one week of school left yeah got your stretchy pants <laughs> got my stretchy pack pants mm. hey i got some
1: news what uh so as you guys know i um applied for liberty university and they texted me very nonchalant <laughs> and i was like hey congratulations you've been accepted wow congrats
0: Congrats. thanks i didn't even get to read your
2: letter
1: i i'll send it to you Uh, well i don't care now it was (laughs) i would he
2: said the suspense is gone (laughs) i did i don't care
1: letter is a strong word for it it's just really did you
0: put me down as a reference because i'm an alum there yeah i they didn't call me well are you sure you got accepted did you submit this to some number on craigslist or something
2: (laughs) that's why he got a text (laughs)
0: Hey, it man, said, you're in. Uh, I just need your debit card, yeah. and we'll get you set up.
1: It said the text was from Liberty University, but it was all lowercase. So <laughs> I, it may have a been. a dollar sign. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, Totally fake. Liberty but, College.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
1: that's that happened today. I thought it was funny because they just texted me out yeah. of the blue. I was like, hey, congrats. <laughs> Are you
0: going to school for podcasting? Uh-huh. We'll yeah. We need some professionals. Yeah, I obviously need I'm, it, I'm, right. It's hard carrying the team. Mm-hmm. I oh, okay.
1: is that what you went for at Liberty well, is that, well
0: christian ministry basically is podcasting <laughs> yeah, same same thing yep live, nowadays live podcasting. think about all the import, all the important <laughs> christian people in the world have a podcast mm. well, and here's ours <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: i'm going for psychology to hope hopefully figure you out uh, well uh, many a man have tried I know maybe I need to get a higher than doctorate. Need, I'll yeah. Eventually, one day,
0: multiple PhDs.
1: <laughs> yes, just to figure Shelby out.
0: So, do you have to? When you go to that program, you got to like have guinea pigs that you can try stuff on. I bet your wife will yeah. enjoy oh, analyzing her. That'll probably mm-hmm. be right up her alley. I'm sure she um, will.
2: <laughs> whenever sure she's mad at that.
0: you, you can just say, "I know what's wrong with you." Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Sinfried and Roy. Uh, <laughs>
1: Sinfried, <laughs> sick one, sickfried and Roy, the entertainers with the tigers. <laughs> And are you thinking of Sigmund Freud? Uh-huh. I put all ah. four of those people together, three mm. of those people together. Mm. Some might say that was a Freudian slip. Mm. Mm.
0: Well, you can Dang. tell Ashley what's, uh, what's, what's wrong. wrong with her. Yeah. And then how to cure it. And so just yeah. say, Ashley, this is what I would do. If, if I was giving you my professional uh, expertise, opinion. Yeah. yeah. opinion, yeah. You, you guys will save a lot on, on therapy mm-hmm. bills. Oh, oh that's yeah. That's
1: good. There's I cannot see a downside to this. No, I can't at all. <laughs> um, and then I will tell her how you should fix yourself. Actually. Yeah.
2: I'm seeing a few red flags.
1: Because it is nothing with me, all you. So <laughs> Well, you're the counselor. You're the
2: professional. Oh, okay.
0: Right. I mean, why Lots not? of red flags. Yeah. And you know what? I'll just be praying for you guys because mm-hmm. that's my profession. Um, Do you guys have a couch I can sleep on tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grace and Josh have one. It's a little uh, dirty. Cool. Yeah. Just that's unrelated. Funny. Unrelated note. <laughs> um well cool well now people uh, are like why is her couch dirty
2: <laughs> i have a big dog
0: oh. and I had an accident
2: no he just walks on it a lot with dirty paws it's like so.
0: uh the dave chappelle mm, uh episode yeah we made you wouldn't th- rub a,
1: your feet <laughs> on another man's couch
2: <laughs> yeah i did that <laughs> yeah <I> did that. <laughs> no we made the mistake of getting this was before we had a big dog but we made the mistake of getting an almost white couch with kids mm. and, and the now first <laughs> night you had it
0: you spilled wine on it.
2: i did do that
0: <laughs> oh yeah
2: <laughs> josh has never been mm-hmm. so mad at me oh my mm-hmm. god well who decided on the white couch in the picture it looked <laughs> not so white it was mm. more of like a tan okay so when it came we were like "Whoa, that's Ooh. that's well, it's gonna be tan soon
1: <laughs> it's gonna blend we're in. we're gonna
2: get one of those like uh do you ever see ads on instagram for like the Sofa covers, mm. no yeah. fabric sofa get covers. Get the plastic covers. I'm gonna get like a dark black one and put did it your on. Your grandparents there that... ever had the plastic stuff? No, mine did. I, no, I'm not. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: they had a plastic cover and a flower couch. It was like that flower is, printed. Oh, couch. that is as
2: stereotypical as it yeah, gets.
1: Yes, yeah. that's peak. Um, that, that's peak uh, like
0: old old woman. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: remember the remember the show Everybody Loves Raymond? Oh with, yeah. Uh, uh, the mom. Everybody loves it. Yeah. <laughs> The mom had the uh, yep. plastic cover on That's the couch cool. for years, and then as soon as she took it off, somebody spilled yeah. stuff all over it. Remember that? Yep. What a good show. What a good show. I loved it.
2: If you say so. Oh my God. <laughs> You need to watch it. it.
1: You might be a lot more happier in life oh, Okay. if you watch it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, cool. You guys uh, ready to do this, Shindig? Let's do it. All whoop. right.
0: Welcome to Untold the Podcast. This is the podcast that tells the untold stories of history.
2: In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you've probably never heard before.
0: Join us as we uncover new stories
1: each week together. This is Untold, the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. that's yeah. good.
1: Thanks, man. Episode
2: I, 13. 13. Yeah.
1: 13. Only mm-hmm. got
2: two more left. After lucky this.
1: number. That's
0: Taylor Swift's lucky number.
1: Oh, oh she's so unique. Yeah. Unlike anyone else. Okay, anyway, before we go (laughs) down that rabbit hole, uh, well, welcome to Untold the Podcast. Uh, My name is Grant. I'm joined by my friends... Grace. And Shelby. Yeah, and if you don't know how this works, every week I, uh, or the host, rather... Here we (laughs) go. The host, rather, will give uh, the other two a subject from history, and uh, these two will compete to tell a story about something in history that most people haven't heard before. Uh, if you've heard it before, you're just a know-it-all, I guess. And, and then we are not the podcast for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So... I have given these two a topic, and because uh, this is going to come out the week of Thanksgiving, Ooh. the topic this week is grateful.
0: We might have people traveling right now, mm-hmm. going on. This would be a great episode to listen to while you're traveling. So let's try to make it really G-rated, mm. everyone.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Grace, oh, I'm really looking at you. Can you handle that?
2: I'm sorry. Which one of us had the really dark story last <laughs> <See? laughs> oh, week well, we well, before? That was
0: not G-rated this I I
2: just referenced it. I okay. didn't say what it was. Mm. All right.
0: Well. Yeah. Uh, parents if you're driving go ahead and pop your airpods in and just plug <laughs> tune out the kids in the back. Well net we
1: there's no telling what is going to come out of grace. I know. We well, don't know. But we have a good editor. A bunch mm-hmm. of haters yeah. over here. I I got the beep button ready. Mm-hmm. Listen
2: history is a dark and ugly story mm. of humanity.
1: Mm. Well, that's deep. <laughs> we try to make it light here, Grace. Only okay. flowers and
2: butterflies. Okay. Did, uh, of the stories we have told, <laughs> which did. one needed a preface? Yeah. and the topic It was is, so sad and depressing. Uh,
0: yeah, the, the topic here is things you're grateful for. Is mm-hmm. that untold stories mm-hmm. of gratefulness? Is that How would you say it? Gr- uh,
1: gratitude? Grateful.
0: Gratitude. Gratitude. Word. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, so hopefully those aren't dark. That would be weird yeah. if that was a dark mm-hmm. thing. Well, but, you we'll know, see how it goes, we'll I guess. See.
1: You never know. Um, I've heard worse. Uh <laughs> So, uh, to kind of kick us off here, I have a question for y'all okay. uh, based on this topic. Uh, it's more so with Thanksgiving. I want to know Please, what... Hold on. Please yes. don't
0: be. What's your favorite Thanksgiving mm. food? All of it. I would never do that. All okay. of that's it. That's like such a cliche yeah. Thanksgiving. Thing. No, We're not no, cliche no. here. No. We're unique. You know why? We want to be unique because everyone else is taken.
1: Mm, that's deep. I what's mean, up?
2: I like talking about food, but Okay. <laughs>
1: Did you see that on a poster or something? Uh, it's a coffee <laughs> cup I have. Oh, cool! Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right. So my question is then, what is your biggest Thanksgiving pet peeve? Oh. Mm-hmm. So one, like I, I'm going to talk about food, but like a pet peeve is like probably the foods that people rave about mm. that I do not like at all. So mm. one thing I don't like at all is uh, cranberry sauce. Oh, mm-hmm. same. Cranberries, especially if it comes out of the can. Can't Ah, do the can. I don't like any of it. Who wants to like? It's like a like out of the can on the plate. Sound effect. Did you like that? That was not uh, put Mm -hmm. in. Um, But yeah, who would want that jiggling around on the plate? Also stuffing.
0: Ah, come on. Well, you're not, like right, you're not having the right. You're not having the right stuffing. Then I don't like. I mean, you probably gotta, not. You got to mix it all together. It's just bread.
1: Look, if somebody <laughs> gives me the right stuffing, yeah. But like growing up, I ate stuffing, and it had like it had bread, it, it had seed in it, it had like <laughs> Birds, some bird goopy stuff. I <laughs> I may have not been eating Listen, stuffing. I don't know what it was. You don't eat stuffing was.
0: by itself. It's like with Thanksgiving is the meal where you put it all together. Yeah. You See, kind of I don't even like that. that. That's why cranberry sauce doesn't belong because mm-hmm. it doesn't go mm-hmm. with everything else.
1: I saw, a, uh, I saw a TikTok the other day of like the perfect uh, Thanksgiving plate for somebody who doesn't like their food touching. It's just each segmented yeah. well, little plate that's, that's, and that's, and with like <laughs> eight sections.
2: I would need like a table. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. that's not a big enough plate. Is, okay.
0: Yeah. Is macaroni a food at thanksgiving yes at our thanksgiving yeah, yeah. i think it mostly is mm-hmm. uh, in the south i don't know if that's a thing they do in the north though mm. um
2: who doesn't like macaroni i
1: don't know they just probably do clam chowder up there Ugh. and gross stuff like that uh know? grace what's your pet peeve <laughs> hey, wait grace is making a face you like clam chowder I
2: don't mind it. not for mm-hmm. thanksgiving not for thanksgiving oh, okay. but i like All clam right. chowder okay, okay. um Celebrating colonialism. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Already dark.
0: Parents turn t-
2: it off. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... I'm t- oh, sorry. Oh, I you didn't mean a to point do I for that. You for that. I didn't yes. mean to do that. What? Um, point for
1: colonialism.
2: <laughs> I really can't think of one. I mean, because I, they're... List off some foods. I will eat them.
0: Hmm. They're not... What about like traditions uh, or like... All right, you're not a fan of breeds, so you don't probably don't like the dog show because you don't like people breeding their dogs and stuff like what? that. Those are all purebred. Per, that's what I mean. You're not a fan of purebred dogs.
2: I own purebred.
0: I know, but you have given <laughs> no, me no, no. plenty of no. lecture. She's no. not a fan of mixed breed dogs. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> purebred. I am oh, not, she doesn't
0: like rescued dogs. No, That's what it is. Mm. oh my god, she no doesn't course. want us to go to the animal shelter mm-hmm. and get them. I'm not That's a fan
2: right. of mixing breeds and calling them purebreds oh. to make them seem uh. more uh, attractive to potential buyers. But
0: but the you know the dog that won last year, do you remember what it was? No, I don't. A French bulldog. That, oh, was That it? is a pure. I thought I was a mixed braid.
2: No, I'm talking about doodles.
0: Oh, the one. Oh, just I'm, doodles.
2: I'm throwing poodle mixes oh, wow. some shade right well, now. I just, I just lost <laughs> half of the
0: audience. Uh, <laughs>
2: Listen, they are cute. There's nothing wrong with it, but they're so. Here's your pet peeve. You're mm-hmm. sure our doodles? Oh, in yeah. The, wait, the, what does that have to do with? Yeah, what does it have but to do? But are they in the dog show? No, they're not because they're not purebreds. Okay. They're not a recognized breed. Jeez.
0: Don't well, yell at me. Thanks or for not. taking us on that tangent. Uh, <laughs> I'm not about Thanksgiving chill. Well, uh, okay. So uh, do you like the Macy's Day Parade? Well, like think about the stuff that you have. You got Macy's Day Parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
2: I Thanksgiving growing up was my favorite holiday because A, the food is awesome um and we would always so like you know how a lot of families have to split you know like you spend one celebration at this Mm. family one celebration at this family this is the one where everyone came to our house yeah so we got both sides of the family together it was just a big fun loving thing growing up and um we got a lot of good cooks in our family so yeah I i like thanksgiving yeah it's a good one
0: that's cool do you like the weather
2: I, well, okay, sure. I hate Are that the weather to, is unpredictable. Yeah,
0: you're trying to find something yeah. she hates. Sometimes
2: it's, it's cold, and I wish it would be cold, and sometimes it's 80 degrees. That's the, that's right. the worst. We point. got I'm her. We got her. There we go. We got it.
0: What's it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be hot it, next week? It better not be. I, oh, it's, I hate that. Yeah, I hate I want when it's hot. cold
2: weather from Halloween to mm-hmm. january 1st
0: mm-hmm. oh when it's january it's over get I'm hot up, yeah
2: i'm over it warm yeah. up but mm-hmm. from halloween to Jan- or actually september 1st cool off in september mm. it needs to be colder in september mm-hmm. okay september 1st to january 1st needs to be cold okay there. well
1: thanks for sharing you know what start in june start in june let's just keep going back mm. let's i just mean there glo- we put, global cooling i do that? yeah <laughs> just I'm, 10 degrees colder i'm all down the time. for it i'm tired of sweating in December <laughs> well, in Georgia.
2: I'm tired of sweating in general. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sweat anymore ever. It's probably
1: not all the food we eat at Thanksgiving. That's, That's true. That's probably not contributing to that.
0: Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> not at all. No. I, I have several. I'm a man of pet peeves. Uh, several. Uh, hot, hot takes. Uh, the, okay. F- the first one is when it is, it's kind of related to Christmas, uh, when it's uh, September 20th, and they have mm. Christmas stuff out already it drives Mm, me nuts uh and then you just skip over Thanksgiving. So I'm going to call that a Thanksgiving puppy because you've enti- just missed yeah. an entire holiday. But it's yeah. not a season. Grace, I am not talking to you I'm just about justifying this.
2: Justifying.
0: Okay. And then uh, <laughs> when people are listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, mm. it drives me nuts. Oh,
2: that's all we've been listening to since Halloween. When oh
0: my gosh. Uh, when they are watching Thanksgiving or Christmas movies right now, mm. I've walked Home, in.
2: Home Alone has already been watched three mm. times. Willow
0: has just went out. She had a bunch of birthday money saved up. She went out and bought like $100 worth of room decorations for her Christmas room that she has now created a winter wonderland uh. in her room. And she's already decorated. And she's listening to Mariah Carey and all the Christmas oh, songs. No. Let she's, her and have I walk her, walk her joy. And I walk by and I say, bah humbug. Let mm. her
2: have her joy, Shelby. Mm.
1: As a joke, I almost asked you guys what your favorite Thanksgiving
0: movie was. Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, what? that's not a Thanksgiving movie. That transitions movie. both of them. It's a good transition movie. Oh, my movie. gosh. Uh, we, in our family, we call that a Thanksgiving movie. Will mm.
2: asked me today. He goes, Mom, can you put on some Thanksgiving music? Yeah. Well, I was just
0: like, as, soon as, music? You, as <laughs>
1: soon as you said that, all I can think of is the Charlie Brown song. No, there's there
0: that happened. weird turkey song that came out a is couple it years Chicken ago. Wing? Uh, he told me
2: he said it's chicken wing chicken wing and i looked it up and the only thing i could find was this really weird rap video about chicken wing chicken wing (laughs) hot dogs macaroni and i was like i don't know what is happening Uh, (laughs) i feel like (laughs) i've heard that yeah but there is a turkey
0: song that came out it was like a kid song came out here is it just turkey noises that's uh the whole time (laughs) uh we also uh this is not a pet peeve i enjoyed this we went to my kids Thanksgiving festival at their school, oh. and uh, Dodge doesn't eat anything, so yeah. I'm watching all the other kids eat these awesome food of Thanksgiving, and Dodge has a, a peanut butter jelly, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh, but they've really stepped up their game. When I was a kid, yeah, the turkey looked like a uh, Well, it looked like from the story that I uh, talked about last week. Uh, just a flesh of human meat on a plate. Ew. Flesh of human meat. Lips. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was. Lips. They've stepped it up. It actually looked really appetizing. And I tried some of it when I went and ate with Story. Uh, I tried some of it, and it was really You probably good. ate all of Dodge's food. <laughs> hey, Dodge, get all this food. If you don't
1: want to eat I it, know. While, I should have. That I brought have been, you a pb and have been an expert play. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't
0: do that. Well, uh, next uh, Next year. And then also the uh, my, oh, Sorry last pet peeve uh, I have <laughs>
2: He has a list uh, Go ahead I, I Keep He's going He's turning we, the pages uh, Go
0: ahead We have nothing but time The the <laughs> football games That they pick They're the worst teams uh, Possible It is a perfect day For like legit Really good football To don't, watch Don't and the Cowboys just,
2: Always play on Yes <laughs> Cowboys
0: But it's <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> in like a crappy team And the Cowboys Were crappy for a long time And then the Lions
2: <laughs> I thought you were Just throwing shade At the Cowboys. Well I am I'm always <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing that, that. Specifically But they do
0: They pick like The worst teams Because it's it's like they're never gonna get ratings anywhere else, mm. so they put them on Thanksgiving because they're having they're gonna have to get ratings. Right, right.
2: Mm. So you, but it's because if they were playing the Chiefs, then you wouldn't be spending the important time with your family. Mm-hmm. And you that is
1: family time. <laughs> and I was gonna say, what about those football players? Don't they want to spend time with their families?
0: Yeah, well, they probably mm. do that. Yeah, in the afternoon when I they guess. can.
1: <laughs> Daddy, where are you going? I got to go play football mm-hmm. all day.
2: Got to go make that bread, son. Uh, yeah. Dang.
0: <laughs> got to go make that stuffing.
2: <laughs> that's right. Cool.
0: Well, that's all I got. I have another list I'll be uh, sharing with you we'll, all to post with this. Yeah, we'll uh, post it on the link. <laughs> uh,
1: the whole list. So, all right. Well, uh, cool. The next part of this segment, how this works is I want to hear y'all's stories. And depending on who's our story title. Okay. Whoever story title I like more gets to decide if they go first or not. So, who wants to tell me their title? Shelby does. Okay. Oh. oh. I'm excited.
2: I just wanted to beat him to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always ladies first. <laughs> I'm
0: excited about this title, uh, so I'll be glad to share My okay. title is called Plaid to the Bone. Oh. Dun, da, 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 dun. <laughs> Plucking at my heartstrings. Pretty
2: funny pun. With the <laughs> plaid. All right. Plaid
1: no. and a pun. This <laughs> is going to win. My and bones.
2: What?
1: I love... Love me some bones. <laughs> 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 Thanksgiving. Turkey yeah. bones. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, don't ruin it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, mine's not going to win because it's not funny. It's kindred spirits.
1: Ugh. Grace, you went. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll give it to
0: Shelly. He tried hard. All on right. That. I'll let Grace go Shelly. first. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. Yay. All right. Cool, so kindred spirits. I got to see if I need to change any of my story while you're
2: talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Googling need to find a better story. <laughs>
0: yeah, does this sound familiar? Or? <laughs> no, just ha- depending on her level of story. I can either uh, ride with mine or go mm, find a new okay. one. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> in, in 10 yeah. minutes, he call can go a, find a new one. Call
0: an audible, no, GPT, okay. can find me anything. Oh, my okay. gosh. Oh God. Points <laughs> taken away. Thank
2: you. Um, all right, so I'm going to give us a little bit of background that we have all already heard before, before I get to the part we haven't heard. Then
0: we don't need to hear it. <laughs> Shelby,
2: <laughs> if I I want to go back and listen to all of our episodes and see, on average, how many yep. sentences he lets yep. me get out yep. before he just says, you know what?
1: Yeah. I, I wonder what the uh, record is. What's, what's the longest
0: he's let you go before? One and a half
2: something? sentences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm
0: just the, you know what? I'm like the si- spice to life. Mm. if you just eat a bowl of just spice it's gross and you'll get sick but if you let me just come sprinkle in myself everywhere <laughs> sprinkle it once in a while that's Gosh. when i i bring a little extra mm. to the plate you know mm. you're like that lunch cafeteria food i'm just, he's he's like what makes stuffing
1: stuffing without him it would be just, just bread. bread wet just, bread just, well,
2: yeah i like bread okay <laughs> you
1: like wet bread yeah actually that doesn't no. sound too bad who said bad. wet well, no one said mm, wet, just
2: bread. Okay. Leave me alone.
0: When you eat it. I mean, okay. No.
2: All
1: right. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: I'm the bird seed. You're <laughs> stuffing.
1: <So> and <laughs> pause, Shelby.
2: <laughs> My story, I'm going to give a little bit of background info. Okay. Um, And we're going to talk about uh, the Trail of Tears. Okay. So you better
1: talk quick because he's drinking. Yeah. Oh, he's done. Let me
2: get it out. Um, so in 1830, uh, Andrew Jackson signed the Indian Removal Act, which forced the relocation of five different tribes from, like, southeast united states to oklahoma which was considered indian territory okay um sixty thousand people from cherokee creek seminole chickasaw and choctaw nations had to get that was pretty Mm -hmm. good
0: i'd give her a point for she just said all those names i was about to but then
1: you told me to so i'm not going to to
2: you really get a point okay (laughs) thanks i don't want to give them the satisfaction (laughs) So, um, the Trail of Tears, there were multiple different routes, and Shelby probably knows a little bit about this. I do.
0: Right through my old backyard. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Um, But depending on where the tribe was located versus where they had to go in Oklahoma, it could be anywhere from 500 to 1,200 miles long. Thousands of people died along this trail. Okay. um, Either on the trip or soon after from disease, exposure, and starvation. And some historians have tried to even rule it a genocide, but that's Mm -hmm. a... Debated, topic. yeah, keep it light. Yeah, I'm gonna be grateful I'm trying to figure out the time. I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna get there, okay? So, from 1831 to 1847, there were several of these different phases for each tribe to to move out west. Mm. Um, the significant losses that they faced meant a loss of culture, a loss of like their clan and kin. Yeah, um, they were unable to maintain uh community structures and societal structures within their tribe. So like their entire way of life was uprooted and then they were forced to just, here's some land that you've Mm. never been to and don't Mm. know anything about, figure it out. Mm. Also, land is very valuable and we just took all of yours. So have fun in our market economy. Um, So anyway, very tough time for all five of those nations, obviously, Um, and like I said, that's something we all know. The other thing we all already know Across the ponds from 1845 to 1852 in Ireland. Any ideas what might have gone down over there?
0: Mm, the famine?
2: Yes. I
1: was going to say, yeah. Do you know how many pounds of potatoes? <laughs> I don't want to hear about
2: the pounds of potatoes. Um, <laughs> 13. <laughs> so the great famine or the Irish potato famine happened from 1845 to 1852. 1852. Um, 1847 was the worst year they faced with 1 million Irish people dying and more than 1 million people fled Ireland mm-hmm. and Ireland is not a big country. So their population dropped by 20% over Dang. the course of this famine.
0: Didn't I do a whole untold story on this? Or is that a TikTok? No, we did a TikTok. You just talk about it a lot. Okay. We did a TikTok
2: <laughs> and I'm going to address something that a lot of the comments were upset about. Cause it was mm. supposed to be like five facts about the potato famine and mm. people took it so seriously. Mm. Um, So the cause of the potato famine, and I will get there to all the Irish people listening right now. I will get there. (laughs) Just give me a minute. Was this blight um, or disease that ruined the potato crops. Mm. In 1846, three quarters of their harvest was completely unusable. That is a huge amount, a huge percentage.
1: I've Um, never heard that.
0: Well, it's on the TikTok I, I shared. Ne- no, I just tuned it out. Uh.
2: But that's so the thing that a lot of uh, commenters were upset about was that there was n- in the TikTok, you know, a 30 second TikTok, we right. didn't acknowledge the uh, British role. Because in it's this. only
0: five facts. I understand. Listen. Mm.
2: But so Britain's role in this um, was basically their recent expansion meant that their food demand had gone up. So a lot of food and crops were being exported from Ireland to Britain. Mm. Um, so they were taking all the food from the Irish yes. and this caused them to be very dependent on potatoes because they are hardy. They don't take up a lot of space. They, um, are very nutritious.
0: Not the people, Grant, the potatoes.
1: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was getting hungry, but yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: But so they're having to rely more and more on potatoes than other crops. Um, and so their dependence on a single crop combines with the British, Mm. basically refusing to do anything to help them during the blight. They were still taking all of their other crops um, and exporting them so that they couldn't eat them.
0: Freaking um,
2: British. Yeah. So there's a lot of, it is was, was like one of the single most contentious moments in British-Irish history. Hmm. Um, so anyway, the thing that ties the two uh, tragedies together.
1: Just point for bringing that in. Sorry. I okay. <laughs> re- that was cool. That was a cool yeah. connection. Oh. Sorry.
2: Um, so the Native Americans hear of this famine from uh, supposedly a soldier an Irish soldier who was overseeing their removal mm-hmm. um, and so he's you know telling them about this and even though he's one of the ones overseeing <laughs> them losing their homeland, mm-hmm. they felt so bad for the Irish that they started a fundraiser or started collecting donations okay um, so in three different, uh, bouts, the Choctaws of Scullyville raised $170. The Choctaws of Dokesville raised $150. And the Cherokee Nation raised $200. And that sounds like nothing to us. But yeah. you've got to remember A, they had lost everything at this yeah. point. And also at that time, $150 was like $5,000. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they're trying really hard to That's raise awesome. money yeah. for this other group of oppressed people. And even <laughs> I, another thing I saw. There are some historians that call the potato famine a genocide, um, an attempted genocide. There mm, we go. Okay. Attempted genocide of the Irish by the British. So, mm, yeah. again, up for debate. But um, so the Native Americans are looking at the Irish saying, wow, they are really going through some stuff. We want to do what we can to help. Yeah. So they raise this money, donate it. Um, and the money that they gave went to buy food, blankets, and feed for their livestock. So they couldn't do much, but they did what they could.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Um, over the next cool. several decades, the uh, native different Native American tribes and uh, the Irish continued relations in some ways. Like they, it was all like small nods to each other, mm. but they continued to like kind of build that friendship. Mm. In uh, 1919, there was an Irish uh, the Irish War for Independence, and the president of Ireland visited the Ojibwe tribe. I don't know how to pronounce that. I apologize if I got okay. that wrong. Um, but so he went and visited this tribe in Wisconsin where they made him an honorary chief and like gave him a headdress and what? He, he gave them a bunch of guns and stuff. Um, and the, uh, tribal leader was basically like from one oppressed people to another. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, we support you in this. That's cool. So in 2017, the, there was a sculpture called kindred spirits that they mm, unveiled. That's where she Cork. got the name <laughs> it is, um, to acknowledge and thank the Choctaw nation for their, uh, monetary donations back in 1847. Okay. Um, and it's nine 20 foot stainless steel Eagle feathers is a really cool looking Dang. statue. I'll put it on, uh, our socials, but the coolest part about this story was in 2020 when COVID was going on. Yeah. Native American communities were hit really, really hard because they don't have the infrastructure to deal mm. with all that illness. Um, and the Navajo nation was hit particularly hard. Um, in may of 2020 so again this is like not even two months into yeah. the lockdown they had uh 2373 cases and 73 deaths mm. already wow um so a gofundme was started for them and the irish jumped on it wow they raised tens of thousands of dollars just the irish that ended up gaining momentum and get, getting i think over four million dollars or something like that
0: the federal government wow. came and took it <laughs>
2: I wouldn't be The surprised. British came again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this would be us. No, I know. Yeah. I'm saying, like, they just came out of nowhere. And we're descended
2: from the British, so. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Uh, shows mm. us what kind of people we are. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, they the Irish jumped on this as an opportunity to be like, hey, for what you did for us all those decades ago, we want to pay it forward and um, do what we can help That's you. Cool. So, they ended up raising tens of thousands of that dollars. That is cool. And, um it was for the, the Navajo and the Hopi tribes. Okay. They, they had the highest COVID rates outside of New York and New Jersey. Hmm. Wow. So, um, Wow. Yeah. Transatlantic, transatlantic solidarity. Yeah. Against British imperialism.
1: <laughs> Dude. That's, I, I love that this uh, relationship has gone back for so long. Yeah. Like that's, that's really cool that you even brought the story up to 2020. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool.
2: It's a cool thing to see. Like, cause I, I don't know. Normally, I don't think about Native Americans befriending the Irish or vice versa. But um, and I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that doesn't go for every single member of Mm -hmm. both sides. But uh, their nations have, you know, sustained and built this friendship over Hmm. centuries. So
0: I'm thankful for
1: that story. I've Thanks. never, I've never heard that. I've never even thought again, like or like you said, I've never thought about that relationship. But yeah. that's really cool that they have that.
2: Yep.
0: Kindred spirits. Like well, that. wait till the posts come in on TikTok after that. I'm sure we did something <laughs> wrong.
2: I know I mispronounced a G boy in there. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be like no.
1: I'll I'll just edit it in <laughs> with a robot. Voice. <laughs> the robot voice yeah. about
2: what's actually pronounced. Yeah. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> I promise. <laughs>
0: Well, that was good, but not good enough. Are uh, you ready for plaid to the Bone? I mean, sure. you're talking this up, man. Now, before I get to plaid to the better Bone. Our make, expectations this better are ma- sky high. Yeah, either weep with joy or sadness with how good it is. I uh, want to know, now that it's getting colder in the morning and at night, and then 80 degrees in the daytime, uh, What's your uh, what's your cold weather attire? What do you grab mm. when it's cold out? Well, you know, what all I three I... of us are wearing hoodies. So <laughs> yeah. Hoodies are on the, the docket. You know hoodies what I sure. grab? What?
1: My flannel. Oh, your flannel? Always. Uh-huh. But, but I will say in Georgia, it does suck because when it gets cold in the morning, you wear a flannel mm. and then you have to take it off in the middle you of the just day. You unbutton it down the middle? Yeah. And I can, let, that, and let
0: those shirt tails fly,
1: it's man. It's annoying because like you can't, yeah, flannel flannel's not like a jacket. You can't just mm. take it off in the, well, you could, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. I want to wear my flannel. You know they all make plaid
0: that isn't flannel that looks <laughs> like it. Oh, that's no. Okay. No, it, it's a cozy What's the comfort aspect of it. What's What's the the point? Do you wear flannel?
2: Uh, yeah, sometimes. But my th- so you know what uh, Renauds is? No. Nope. It's um.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this. Not probably not on the I podcast, but listening. whenever you can't feel it, your fingers, it gets really oh, cold, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can't
2: feel my fingers or toes. And it doesn't even have to be that cold for my toes. It could be mm-hmm. sixty degrees outside, and I got in the car the other day, and I couldn't feel my foot, and I was like. Ah. This hurts I don't like it
0: That's um, Does that have to do with Like your old age Or no. how, <laughs> how does that
2: It has to do with Like your The blood vessels In your extremities mm-hmm. Are really small And so when they When it's cold They constrict And it restricts You're like The like blood flow you like a snake <laughs> Cold blooded.
1: (laughs) I saw, I think I sent you this, uh, but I saw this dude who was like a barber for years. Mm -hmm. And like, because he was holding the clippers and he would turn it on and it would, you know, oscillate, Mm -hmm. it would, uh, like, for years it did that and it, like, hurt the blood vessels in his Mm -hmm. hands. And so, like, he was showing, like, a video of his hands and they're just literally white and blue. Oh, God. From years of of doing that. So I was like, man, that's why I don't
0: have a power toothbrush.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'll show you sometime if it's ever cold my fingers will be like my hand will look normal and then my fingers will be so yeah. white you would think i was a corpse mm. <laughs> what all right why are you laughing so at that? do you wear old- <laughs> no i wear like really thick socks and gloves <laughs> just mm. around
0: the house some mittens.
2: it's golden <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: right. honestly i can i can relate to you i mean ashley said this before like i'll i'll like hug her or something and like touch her face and she's like why are your hands ice cold (laughs) right now and i'm just like i don't i don't know i they're freezing and i can't get them warm so i may have that also
0: get those looked at wow okay uh
2: i'm sorry shelby did you want to tell a story this is how it no, feels. Yeah, like I'm that? enjoying
0: hearing about mm. your your health problems. Mm, speaking of <laughs> health problems, the other day, uh,
1: the other day, Grace, I man, my head was hurting
0: so bad. Any moles we should and look at was, uh, while we're here? Well, and I'm glad you uh, asked. If if you could just take a look at this real quick. Uh, Hold on. Okay, so our story begins around 2000 BC. Okay, that's before Christ. Ah, yeah. Uh, mummies were discovered in Asia. Hmm. And uh, they were discovered with cloth woven into diagonal intersecting lines with multiple colors and uh-huh. somewhat complex patterns. What what type of pattern would you think that is? Argyle. No, uh, plaid. <laughs> yeah. Plaid to the bone. Uh,
1: e- okay. Well, good story, Shelby. That was uh, that, So the first the
0: introduction.
2: Egyptians introduced plaid.
0: <coughs> yeah. The first introduction that we see of plaid is way back in 2000, well... The mummies were from 2000 BC. We see right. some sort of pattern that resembles hmm. uh, the plaid. Okay. Uh, so, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, okay. Plaid and flannel. Uh, because who isn't grateful for their existence? Mm. <laughs>
2: Uh, Is he just going to tell a story about something you like yeah. and hope you're grateful for it? We're yeah. going to
0: talk about how it well, came it about. Well, I gave him a point, so I guess it's working. How <laughs> it came about, about and how it came <laughs> to America. The untold story of plaid and flannel. Oh, oh my God. Are you ready oh, for this? I am ready. There's a lot of buildup for this. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Literally no gratitude <laughs> Uh
0: As far as... I'm, Excuse me. <laughs> I am very grateful for this flannel. Shut up. Uh, as oh far gosh. as we can tell, flannel comes on the scene in the early 1600s. We already have plaid. Okay. Flannel, the material, yeah. the thicker material, comes on the scene in the early 16th century in Wales. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They wear flannel, originally known as a flannel flannel Flannelette, if you will. Mm. A flannelette uh, was. A little flannel. Uh-huh. Sounds French. Yeah. They were thick, uh, thicker than what we experience today. Okay. Um, it was kind of, you know, obviously, to shield themselves from cold weather mm. and the rugged terrain of mm-hmm. Wales. Um, <laughs> a Welsh farmer discovered that brushing wool on both sides of the material is, made them thicker and the wool mm. stuck to it. That's where they came up with the flannelette. So before they only brushed the wool on one side, I guess. Well, they didn't have brush. It was like uh, it was made out of other material. So this mm. they would apply this wool. To oh, whatever, I see. On both see. sides. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: this resulted in a fabric that was durable, well insulated, and comfortable, ideal for harsh weather condi- conditions. It was later known as the Welsh cotton because everyone was wearing it. Hmm. Um, but it was coarse. It wasn't like cotton. Yeah, I could imagine. Coarse, hard, not very flexible. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of rough and bumpy. Then it came to France, and the French term flannel. Mm. Flannel. Do you know that? Do you speak French?
2: Flannel. <laughs> okay. Uh, that
0: was used in the 17th century, and then finally German. Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say
2: that.
0: You can't
2: just say flannel in different accents and (laughs) call it a word. Well, the Germans
0: would have something that's three times as
1: long as it needs to be. So
0: so that was in the 18th century. So French picked it up in the 17th. Germans picked it up in the 18th century. So we're going to pause on the material flannel and talk about the pattern now. Okay. Okay. We'll come back to the material in a second. I feel like I'm in a a museum. (laughs) Yes, and we're going to go to the talk about the the panel or the pattern of flannel. Uh, plaid. Okay. Um, so the addition of horizontal and cross motifs created what we now know as tartan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Scottish Highlands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tartan with ancient ori- origins dating back to the sixth century B.C. Has connection to the Celtic culture. Okay. <laughs> And how is it pronounced Grace? Celtic. I know. <laughs> uh, Do you? <laughs> yes, I know. that's why I stopped. I was trying to figure out if I should say it or not. I, I saw that pause, yeah. And I looked at Grace to see if <laughs> I troll her or not. Okay, 50-50. Uh-huh. Uh, these Celtics uh, were <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Celtic as in Austria Austria, and even reflect the patterns found in those ancient mummies in, that in Chinese that we talked about. So somehow they've been followed. Hmm. We've ended in these, those mummies right? and then we've picked them back up in the Celtic cultures of Austria so there was a gap there but huh. obviously they continued on uh, the influence of these ancient painters the unique thing about them was they were done by local uh, fabric people Okay. and so each region had their own distinct mm, colors that's cool and they almost were like gangs uh, that's cool
1: yeah Braveheart in here. Yep. Didn't each tribe have their own like tartan? Yes.
0: Yeah. And fun
2: fact, though William Wallace was a Lowlander and would not have worn a
0: tartan. Grace, this is my story. Get your facts out of here. I hate that movie (laughs) now.
2: Yes, it is known for its historical (laughs) accuracy.
0: Uh, But it is interesting because even as people began to travel and trade more extensively, their patterns persisted. So they still were like. I'm a blue guy. I'm going to pick the blue color. Right. So even as they traveled, they that started looking for... That would really suck if for, you
1: hated like the color in uh, your Yeah, tribe. but you grew up you like... Know? like.
0: Let's be loving, honest. Loving... Yeah. The chiefs don't have the best colors, but I love the chiefs' colors because okay. I grew up loving them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Uh, so it's uh, one example they gave. When Scottish forces rose in the 1700s to claim the British throne, uh, they donned a dark blue and green tartan known as Black Watch. However, hmm. after the battle... Uh, quashed the uprising. Britain outlawed the Highland dress of the Scottish Rebellion, effectively banning the plaid uh, symbol of the uprising. And it wasn't taken, uh, that prohibition wasn't taken uh, lightly either. It was Mm -hmm. punishable. Six months of prison, if you wear those game colors. Yeah. That's crazy. It was that intense. That's a crazy fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so all this stuff ha- is happening over yonder, across the pond. Over <coughs> yonder, as Grace said, the hmm. question is, how did flannel uh, come to America? Okay. Um, the easiest or the earliest days in the United States, we see it. flannel was used in the Civil War mm. as an inexpensive, sturdy material for soldiers' basic coats, undershirts, and bandages. Okay. So they used it as uh, wrapping wounds. Um, the fabric had gotten softer, softer from the original day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But everything changed when a certain company picked up flannel in America. Guess Mm -hmm. the company. Oh, geez. Who is known for making flannel?
1: I mean, like, a little bean...
0: Yeah, L.L. Uh, Bean in the 1700s. They, uh, oh, is that what you...
1: Well, I was about to ask the... What year? Uh, 1880s. Well, I don't know companies back then. But. 1880s. Well, oh, they're still around today, the and they're still uh, making flannel.
0: Uh, 1880s. Uh, Woolworth. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Uh, Woolrich? Okay. Do you have any guesses? That's a really Grace? old one, right? No clue. Okay. Uh, although it was... Uh, Sears and Robot, working uh, Okay. Working uh. Man's Fabric, the credit for the surge in popularity goes to Ham Carhartt. Oh what? <laughs> yeah. Never what heard of it. Hamilton Carhart? You Ooh. never heard of Carhart? Carhart? Clubs? What? No. Oh, it's a workers' clothes, she uh, wouldn't. Okay. You know. Well, hey, point. I was going to give you a point. It's they're anyways. known for like uh, That's cool. Coveralls. Oh. Um, they like made the coverall. My grandfather, well, actually, let me tell you about them. My, I'm about to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my
2: grandfather wore Dickies, so I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, uh,
0: Dickies would a be like a uh, Dickies family. No, I'm sure. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, Dickies would be the rival to Carhartt
2: well I like them better okay Dang. So, so
0: Carhartt brought the yep. applied to America <laughs> that's cool uh, so in Hamilton Carhart founded his namesake coming in 1889 with the mission improve the working man's uniform in the United States specifically with tra- uh, train rail workers Ah, oh, uh, I mean, cool. he opened his factory and he started producing these coveralls but no one would wear them and so he almost went bankrupt he had two sewing machines that's all mm. He went down and he started talking to the workers, and he started to do marketing, market research and redesign the coveralls, the overalls. Hmm. And so the coveralls needs pockets. Yeah, needs pockets <laughs> in the front. Definitely, that's part of it. Uh, the material is different, but the thing that they were using flannel for is he started making underwear, flannel underwear for them to okay. keep them warm. Huh. So it was like a different layer, rather than making the coveralls really thick because they're working in the sun. Right. He would make the underwear for the winter. They still could wear the coveralls mm. in the summer. So people started wearing them. Um, <clears throat> they, w- there, those underwear pieces were called union suits uh, hmm. for construction and railroad workers. By the turn of the century, flannel had become a global staple in men's clothing and had secured nice. its position as the working man's shirt. During World War I, flannel found itself in the military constructing soldiers' uniforms, undershirts, belts, and bandages. Uh, so, again, uh, comes back into the military. Flannel was highly used. Dang. And Carhartt played a big role in that. They supported uh, supplies uh, to help fund the troops uh, abroad. But the big thing that changed was the Depression. So it still was a working man's uniform. Mm-hmm. 1930s, the Great Depression happened. Class barriers now broken, men who once wore suits and ties found themselves donning the flannel shirts uh, of the common laborer because they couldn't afford the suits and ties. Hmm. So they brought out the uh, flannel. By the 1950s, the notion of the American dream had emerged in American culture and taken root. So being a working class man was no longer a source of shame, but rather fertile ground for the man to pull himself up by his bootstraps. Hmm. So looking at flannel then became like a source of pride. As it should. As it should. Okay. Uh, I like <clears throat> it. American folklore served to further solidify the fl- flannel shirt as the iconic symbol of the rugged American man. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm hmm. Sam Elliott. Popular mm-hmm. culture celebrated the heroics of Paul Bunyan nice. wearing his flannel. Nice. The mythical giant uh, with his ox. Uh, flannel shirts symbolized. Manly pride and independence, chopping wood, building fire, (laughs) (laughs) self-respect, and an honest day's work. Amen, brother. I'm just looking at Grace over here. Just, Mm -hmm. nope. In in, in 1939, (laughs) 1939 Red Flannel Day became a celebration in Cedar Springs, Michigan, reflecting Ah. the town's fame for producing red flannel sweaters.
2: What? In 1963,
0: and this is where it really started to turn, 1963, there's a Beach Boys uh, immortalized the flannel shirt by featuring it on the cover of their album *Surfer Girl*.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Flannel and Beach yeah. Boys is not what I <laughs> yeah. envisioned together.
0: Uh, <laughs> and then finally, as we've well, once we got into kind of our youth, yeah, uh, flannel undergoes even another layer layer of tra- transformation. They made them uh, less thick. So like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, you can buy a non-flannel plaid shirt. Yeah. Just made out of cotton
2: or
1: but silk. But what's the point? Because um, so, it's eighty
2: degrees on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs>
0: if you're in Georgia, you might need it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the association of flannel being attached to manual laborers, laborers, it kind of, it still is attached. But other people were coming into the surfer person <laughs> type of stuff in the early '90s. What do you think of in the '90s with flannel? Like
1: grunge, grunge rock, yeah. Nirvana, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: uh, okay. Pearl Jam. Um, and then flannel now has, just LL yeah, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which
1: by the way, what what year did you say Carhartt came to America? 18... Or like started 1880. Eighties something like that. Yeah, yeah. 1889. Okay, LL Bean 1912.
0: What? Yeah, That's it's crazy. been around a I long L. L. time. I thought LL Bean was like last 10 years. No, nah, dude. What? 1912. Oh no. What am I thinking? Of? What's the uh... What's the yoga company? I think Lululemon. 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 That's, oh, that's I my <laughs> God. Yes. Like Lululemon. Lululemon
2: started in that's 19. Why, oh, that's dude. why I was laughing. I thought <laughs> There's
1: two L's. Okay. L.L. Bean. It's like outdoors
0: <laughs> stuff. Sorry. I'm sorry. They have a catalog. Oh they gosh. were
2: definitely around oh before gosh. 10 years ago. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Well, La- Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, all mm-hmm. these people are doing flannel now. Um, because you know what? Uh, flannel has really... Truly woven itself into the fabric of our culture. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so ChatGPT <laughs> wrote that line. <laughs> yeah. I that was so <laughs> lame that I liked it. <laughs> I asked, I asked, a
2: robot wrote it. I know. I
0: asked ChatGPT to give me ten closing statements. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> that's gosh. the one I picked. All right, Boo. this one a- goes to ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, so, our, I think we're all grateful uh, yeah. for uh, flannel and plaid. Um,
2: I think I'm grateful that Shelby didn't stick to the topic. And so the topic's grateful. I win by default. The
0: topic was grateful.
2: Gratitude. Uh,
0: gratitude. I think we all mm. have gratitude that flannel is around. I do. Thank God for Carhartt bringing it to the mm. States.
2: This is, it's a stretch. This is that so is
0: This is a not a stretch. This is so hard.
2: <laughs> I didn't this use is... a robot to write my story. Me
0: either. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. Well, Grant, who are you picking?
1: Is that it? That's, that's my Do you story. you want to try uh, no. another thing? I have I, another story. I've I really want to give it to you. You want another, try another way to link it to the topic? What was the topic?
0: Gratefulness. No, grateful. it wasn't. Gratitude. Gratitude,
2: gratefulness, same thing. Oh, grateful. It was grateful. Yeah, grateful.
0: Are you grateful oh. that flannel is in America?
2: have been like I'm grateful for horses. Let me tell you about some you horses. You could
0: have <sighs> and you didn't. I don't know why you didn't Such do a, that.
2: Because this is not the
0: topic. Was about. The word was grateful. He didn't give us any more definition. I like it. how
2: listen. I will give <clears throat> Shelby credit. He is he has been like meh on stories for so long that he finally like went all in. But he went back to his original like season one trend yeah, of just like yeah. skirting the topic as hey, close yep. as possible without actually.
1: And which would you rather have? I don't well, that's know. That's true. I don't know. <laughs> that's true.
2: I don't know, because if it's just a free-for-all for topics, then, I mean, I'll pick some great stories. That's yeah. the
0: point.
1: <laughs> Grant, who are you picking? Oh, my gosh. Don't pressure me. Oh, my God.
0: Add up the points. Uh, Calculate them. Use your I- chat GPT beep, over boop, there. Beep beep, <laughs> beep, 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 <laughs> boop, boop, boop,
1: boop. Oh, uh, it was close. And uh, the winner is. There was some points for Grace, some for Shelby. one, many. One for chat GPT. Oh, <laughs> the real winner. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Shelby. (laughs) I'm going to give it to
2: Shelby. Rob. Just because. Hashtag Rob. I know.
0: (laughs) Because he's grateful.
2: I I, know he is. uh
1: Uh-huh. That just, mm, that whole story got me just. What, loving was, it. what I was, really I helping. love that story. I just wish it was closer to the topic, but whatever. Hey, I know you're grateful for the story. I was really
2: hoping was that you know he listened to a three-hour podcast on the origins of Costco. That's why mm-hmm. I went this route. No, I was hoping that he'd be like, "Yeah, Shelby, I know I listened to a three-hour you podcast know what's funny on the origins of great You know <laughs> what's funny because <laughs> of that
0: podcast, I actually went down a long rabbit hole of the origins of Bass Pro Shop. Oh, and that was going <laughs> to be the story, and then I changed it. Uh, to this, well, that's because it's I, not as Bass Pro Shop isn't as old. Yeah, Well, I liked yours. I liked
1: yeah. yours more. And I, I'll say, too, it got me thinking. It got me thinking about plaid too. It was like, why you said it was like discovered with mummies. I want to know, like, who took the time back then to sew yeah. plaid yep. into a material? Just, just make up one color material. I guess they were just had a lot of time on their hands. Well, if you're a mummy, then. you're
0: like the rich people. So, you <laughs> well, probably,
1: yeah, but it's like. There's I, no craftsmanship
2: in anything anymore. I know.
1: I know.
0: Preach, sister.
1: Unless you go to L.L. <laughs> Bean or Carhartt. <laughs> That's right. right. Amen. Or Dickies. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats, Shelby, for uh, pulling this. What, are you calling this a horse? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, thanks, guys. Shelby will be hosting next week, uh, next week's episode, Stop On coffee. theme parks. Nope. Mm. Nope. Vito. <clears throat> Actually, Grace, you wouldn't no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thought. <laughs> cool. Well, if uh, you like what you heard, uh, go like us uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Go follow us. Uh, give us a rating. We'd love one of those. Share it with someone. Yeah. Good God. Share it. <laughs> just share it. Please. Just leave,
2: leave a we, review. Hey, we would be very
1: grateful. Mm. Uh, that's not topic. Mm. Like Even if you wrote our uh, podcast name on a balloon and just floated it up into oh, the ether, that would be like great. A million balloons do that.
2: In no, Cleveland. Stop it. That'll <laughs> balloon do it again. the entire yeah. world. Just write a message. People died.
1: Mm. Alright, wow. we'll do a message in a bottle. We'll we'll throw it <laughs> out to sea, and hopefully somebody will get it. Gets, it dis- it gets the-
2: discovered fifty years from now, when <laughs> podcasts are no longer. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: goes to the guy that's Let's on the spotify. island, <laughs> hoping to be rescued, and that's the the bottle yeah. that floats up. Well, check out <laughs> we'll include
1: a USB flash drive so they can oh. listen. And their computer. That they yeah, that they made out, out of. of coconuts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it. Join us next time. My
0: name is Grant. I'm Shelby.
2: And I'm Grace.
0: And we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> We're so grateful for you.
0: I, I saw your
1: gizzard move when you did that.
2: <laughs> Stop.